Welcome to Renaissance City, a Prowlers and Paragons actual play produced by TTRP Theater. I am Duke Walter, your Game Master. Myself and a group of friends have come together to spin some tales, have some laughs, and hopefully entertain you with our stories of superheroes. The Prowlers and Paragons system is a rules-light role-playing game that allows us to live out the fantasy of being the heroes and villains. Saint Shadow is played by Jazz Abramowitz. The Scarlet Spartan is Dean Martin Jr., Cotton Dearborn and King are played by Chris Freedom. TTRP Theater is a group of actors, artists, and gamers from all walks of life that collaborate to bring you compelling content. We are a diverse group that loves playing a diverse set of games in a diverse set of styles. We have created a community for all people to come together and help us tell stories that we can all be proud of. Be sure to visit ttrptheater.com for all of our content. Okay. Let's get into the show. Okay, so last time we learned a lot of things. Well, Glip, Dick, and Illustrator got into it. Glip, Dick, and the Illustrator got into it. Um, You met Francois, the troubadour. Um, fascinated by his laboratory and all of the things he provided each of you, uh, with your own communicators, um, as well as the power talkers. Yes. Um, provided each of you with your own power talker and, um, it has begun work on trying to help the sable disable his brain bug as the troubadour so um succinctly put it alliteration that that's the word so alliteratively put it um it's likely that glyptic also has been implanted with the whatever the device is that the sable also has and that makes you wonder why illustrator assaulted him he might not have been his own mind right he may not have understood that he was chipped and he was acting aggressive and so fuck that guy yeah and illustrator's not chipped and he had to put him down maybe or illustrator's chipped too and the whole objective is to turn everybody against everybody so we all fucking lose well but if they've got them both chipped they keep them allied and and they they're you know pawns for the for the guard unless it's an elaborate ruse to draw us in maybe in which case, we should probably just not even follow this thread and start something new. Off to Des Moines? Off to Des Moines! <laughs> stop, stop by it's the fair. lake, and then it's we're fair. off to Des Moines. On your way to Indianapolis? I think we need to go We need to go to the hat shop and meet about it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we need to go to the hat shop, get groceries, buy a new car. Let's write a note for the bartender and let him know we came by. Feed the dogs at the lake house. Get, make sure they have sausage. Get a bag of cream. <laughs> get a bag of cream and then go to Des Moines. Yep. Sweet. Well, we plotted it out. Let's 
Let's do it. Well, welcome to the last episode of Renaissance City, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Same as all the rest. <laughs> yep. So, Raymond, you've got some intel on the Bernsteins, and you are interested in trying to have a chat or abduct or uh, in some way interact with um, Davy Bernstein. Abe is one of the other brothers that is still out there. Um, and um, Joseph is the other brother. So I'm not saying that I'm going to make you go through all three brothers to get to Davy, but um, those are the those are the three Bernstein brothers that are still alive and active um, in the city of Detroit. Are Bernstein brothers like bad guy levels? They they get harder with each Bernstein brother you encounter, <laughs> right? <laughs> so one is right. Raymond Raymond was level one. Uh, Abe is level two. Joseph is uh, level three, and uh, Davy is the the big bad guy at the end of the game. Right, right. You, you know that the, the Bernsteins have uh, have the compound. You you know you know some active spots around town, um, whether it be Garland's or um, the music store or um, a couple of places over in Gross Point. Was Bruno's one? Bruno's music, yeah. Guys, let's go to Garland. I'm hungry. Are you going in disguise or are you going in as the Power Walkers? We're incognito, aren't we? When we left the last episode, you guys were kind of, I mean, I I was under the impression that you were on the verge of saying, fuck it, let's go back to the streets and, and take it to these people instead of hiding and scampering around trying to stay out of the limelight, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think uh, we we can go to Garland's. I think we go as the power walkers. Full on. Cut to Shadow, Raymond, and King power walking in unison up the sidewalk. Yeah, out of the car, and the, the funk music hits, mm-hmm. and power walk up the street and in the front door of Garland's are you what what are you doing once you get inside the store Shadow wouldn't go inside the store as Shadow is Shadow um, going to run across the street and stand on top of a building and look out <laughs> but uh, something similar to that uh, I think uh, you know if we're if we're kind of trying to get to one of the Bernstein brothers via the street level thugs who would be coming into Garland. Like, I'm just going to, I think we'd be better suited to just wait in the parking lot for one of them to show up. Yeah. I think that's a better call than getting stuck inside. So you're not going to go inside and push your way into the back room. You're going to sit and wait for someone to possibly show up. Is that where they are? Is that as jazz is asking, that's where they're, that's where they are. They're in the back room or that's where we think. That's where Cotton had seen them previously. Raymond had heard um, had heard something going on in the in the back uh, of the building, and then was immediately called off and around. And that's when you guys went on the chase. King had continued walking 
when they sat down to discuss the strategy and <laughs> yes. he walks into the yes. grocery store. Okay. Well, Jess he, specifically said it is meta that he was talking this out. So uh-huh. shadow okay. didn't sit down to discuss this. This was, this was, the, this was table talk, but King walks in. Okay. All right. Shadow comes in behind. What choice we got? King jumps up in one fluid motion and on top of the the checkout counter where they check out the groceries and he's standing on top of the checkout counter <laughs> looking down looking down at the guy that takes the money and he just says show making sure to show his teeth i want to speak to the head of the purple gang um this young kid maybe <laughs> shop clerk 15, 16 years old. Um, roll command. Command. Uh huh. All right. Ooh. Three ones. The three of you enter the building, and King, you leap up on the counter, and this poor kid is immediately just so frightened. Um, you caught him in the midst of putting a stick of gum into his mouth and he just is frozen in fear for a second at your sheer mass and size. And you bare your teeth at him and he immediately starts crying. And it it turns so hard and so fast that there's uh, snot, you know, running down his face and he just turns into a blubbering mess took care of him king jumps off the counter and goes goes to the back room and tries the door handle it's locked shadow help me get in here oh great who else is in who else is in the grocery are there other people uh you don't see anybody else okay just the kid oh is that covert Yes, covert to unlock the door. Uh, five total successes. You get the door unlocked. Um, are you bursting in through? Or are you trying to open it quietly? What are you doing? Yeah, I think, you know, Shadow's nature is to do everything quietly. So he would take out his uh, lock picking tools and gently listen or you know listen for the click and then gently uh push the door open ever so slightly and then step behind or step step aside for king to make his entrance king the door is open raymond the door is open king ducks down a little bit to make sure not to hit his head and enters the room with a presence as is to announce Whoever thought they were running shit, now I'm running shit, and looks for somebody to confront. There are two people back here. Um, One woman, a little bit older, kind of small. The other is probably late 40s, early 50s, graying hair, kind of bald, wispy hair on top, big old pot belly. Uh, He's wearing an apron. Um, he's moving some stuff around on a shelf. The woman is off to the other side of the room. This is like a, this is like a storeroom. Um, 
you can see the back dock door of the building on the on the far side of this room and the woman sees king um and immediately lets out a scream um and uh. the gentleman the gentleman turns and you can see him kind of shaking a little bit and he's and he's reaching down under his apron with his right hand what are you doing king lurches forward to grab him by the neck and prevent him from taking any further action. Uh, that's that's easy enough. You have him by the throat. Hey. Raymond, what are you doing? Okay, Raymond's gonna scope out the place. Um, looking for anything, just kind of, he's looking for hidden portals or something. You know, a, a line on the floor or just something doesn't look, you know, Okay, roll perception. Okay. No, roll roll investigation. Ugh, kneecap me. All right. Come on, baby. One dice. I got one one success. One success. Okay. Um in your investigation, you you can see that there is a small office off to the back corner that was kind of hidden by some of the shelves, but you don't find anything other than that. You don't find any secret doorways or hidden stairways or anything like that. Right. All right. Uh, can you see back into the ho- into the office enough to see anybody back there? No, you can just see that there is an office back there. The door is slightly ajar. Shadow, what are you doing? Shadow is with King inside the room. So when King burst into the room, Shadow slunked in uh, right behind him. Um, and so as he's reached out to to grab the guy by the throat. Shadow has quickly and quietly uh, moved around to the other side of the people in there so that basically, you know, King on one side, Shadow on the other, and then the the folks in between. King, you have this guy by the throat. Ooh. Guys, I'm, I'm really sorry. We don't mean you any harm. I was here to neutralize a threat. We are in search of somebody from the Purple Gang. Can you tell me where I can find someone to talk to? You're popping his head off. I loosened my grip. Guys, I'm really sorry as I have you by the throat um, as a seven and a half foot tall winged lion. He went went for a gun. (laughs) What are you going to do? So you loosen your grip. Do you do you put him down and just kind of, you know, keep your hand on him? Yes. Okay. I I don't I don't want any I don't want any harm, man. I don't uh, I I I, I, I don't know uh, what do you how come how come you're here? I just oh my god oh my god and he's just kind of freaking out. We need to speak to somebody with the purple gang. Can you give me a name and an address? Did we come to the wrong grocery? I'll tell you. I'll tell you anything you want, man. Just, just don't kill me, okay? Just leave my wife out of it. And just, just don't kill me, okay? Who, who are you looking for? We really want to talk to Davy Bernstein. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where he's at, man. I, I, I could. Uh, uh, I mean, you, you, you might be able to find him in Royal Oak. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't ever. I don't ever interact with with him. Um, I mean, where are the toughs that frequent this place? I mean, maybe if, uh, maybe Billy Boy? I don't know. Where do we find him? Uh, last I knew, Billy Boy was, uh, 
recovering and, and hold up out on Gross Point. He's, he's got a place out on Caroline, just up, just up from Gross Point Park. You, you, you'll, see, you'll see his car outside. It's a, it's a really slick, black Cadillac. That's all I know, man. That's all, all right, I know. Thank you. Thank you. You're fine. King. Jim. Yes. Does that guy know that I'm, I'm in the room? I was like, how did you know his name was Jim? He didn't say that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you never rolled covert. So if you want to roll covert, um, we can we can go from there. Seven total? Oh yeah, you're Seven totally total. you're totally hidden. Okay. So well, hold on though. At, before all that is happening, so so King bursts in the room, holds this guy by his neck, shadow uh slinks in behind King quietly and unseen makes his way and positions himself behind the guy. And so as the guy finishes up saying um, that he doesn't know anything, the last thing that he feels is an arm around his neck, a dagger at his throat. And he, he hears, are you sure? Uh, roll command. Dude, I was all excited. I thought you were going to take a different tact. I thought you were going to wait until the two of us walked out and then hear what he really meant. I was kind of excited about that. I thought you were going to go search the office. Yeah. Two successes on command. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where else to tell you, man. I'm nobody. I'm nobody important. Okay. I'm nobody important. I take my orders just like everybody else. All right. We came at the wrong time. Sorry about the trouble. Don't hold it against us. I'm not sure what's going on. Psst. Let's get out of here. Hey, uh, Raymond, give me one of those coins. A piece of gold? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll hand it to him. You gave it to me, right? Yep. As we're walking out the front of the grocery store, I flip it over to the kid. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I probably came in a little, a little aggressive. Have a good day, buddy. And we get out of there. Can I roll covert to stay behind in the office and see if they notice me? Sure. You got your hand around his neck. I know, but I was, I slinked up behind him and then I slinked back into the shadow. He does disappear on command. I mean, it's pretty deep. Yeah. Uh, four. Whoa. Okay. Well, uh, I rolled two successes, so you get to tell it. Um, so he says, uh, I'm, I'm nobody, I'm nobody. And as um, King then majestically storms out of the room, Shadow slinks back into the corner, uh, almost inexplicably hiding in, a, in the tiniest of crevices on the other side of the file cap. Okay. So you are hidden in the office. King and Raymond have exited the building. Um, you hear the old man coughing for a minute and you can, you can hear him talking to the woman outside and he's trying to calm her down and everything, everything will be okay. Okay. Every, everything will be all right. I'll, I'll, I'll get this taken care of. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get it taken care of. And after a couple of minutes of, of that, um, he comes into the office and picks up the phone and, uh, dials a number and, you can only hear him on his end of the of the line. Um, well, actually, you know what? Roll perception. Roll perception. Oh yeah, you got some of that. 
I do have some of that. I have a lot of that. While he's rolling the dice behind the file cabinet, the man hears the dice at the floor. <laughs> he hears the dice box being rolled into. <laughs> Five successes with three sixes so far. God damn. Oh, okay. Seven, eight, nine total. Nine total. You hear the you can hear the guy's heartbeat. The <laughs> it's not what it's about. Yep, I, I can hear the cholesterol in his. Yep, you yes. can, you can, you know that his cholesterol is one ninety two, and that he's on the verge of a heart attack. Yeah, I mean, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear into the future. Yeah, right. Yep, you can hear into the future as he picks up the phone, and oh. you're so busy, you're so busy listening to the future that you don't hear what he says while he's on the phone. <laughs> I sense he's going to make a phone call. Oh, shit. So he picks up the phone and you hear him ask the operator for a number. And uh, on the other end of the line, you hear a man pick up. Uh, I will take down that number. I will commit it to memory. Because isn't it, don't they do like, like, wasn't it like 1-0 Washington? Yeah. There, I don't, I don't know what the cadence is, but yes, you can, you can memorize. Uh, you can you can get that number. Yeah, so I just, I just want to commit it to memory. Okay, you commit that number to memory, and you hear you hear a man's voice on the other end of the phone, and uh, the older guy there in the grocery store, Mister Garland, you assume. Hey, those sons of bitches were just here. We've been made. You hear the other voice. Um, roll intellect. God, why would he be telling him to roll intellect? That's so weird. Ooh, I got good intellect. One, two. He got it all. One, two, two successes. Okay, you you're not you're not sure. You know that you recognize the voice, but you can't place it. It's a, you know maybe it's a little too tinny coming out, and you're you know kind of behind this cabinet. Um, but you can tell that it's a man's voice. You hear the voice on the other end of the line say, "Well, do what you have to." He says, I got my wife here. What do, you, what, do you, what do you expect me to do? The voice on the other end of the line says, whatever you have to. The guy hangs up the phone. He comes out of the office and you can't see where he goes, Shadow. You hear him walk out through the front, um, walk out of the storeroom and, and into the front of the store. To my knowledge, is the front door the only way out of the office? Do I see are there? So there's the large bay door at the at the back of the storeroom, and there's another just regular door leading out of the back of the building, and then there's the door that leads out to the front of the store from the storeroom. He went out towards the front of the building as if he was following where King and Raymond were. So I will I will uh, covertly try and follow him. Okay, roll covert. Five. You're you're able to stay out of sight. Um, he's obviously not paying attention. The woman had turned her back um, as you snuck through, and you see him go up to the front counter, um, and he comes out from behind the front counter with a Tommy gun. Can I throw a, a dagger at his at the back of his knees? Try and throw a dagger at his knee. Yep. Roll agility. Agility plus, plus. one. Plus two, plus one. Plus one. 
four successes with three sixes. Five, six total. Well, seeing as he's just a grocery store owner, um, you tell me <laughs> what happens. First of all, I think it's important that we establish... That Shadow doesn't murder? No, that's been well established. That's canon for a long time. Uh, I think it's important we establish that, that he's a badass grocery store owner. He's an old, balding, middle-aged man. Who looks right. like The Rock. Okay. No, he does not. Who, who, he has a big pot belly. Uh, does, wearing does, an apron. He is, he is an old, he is a middle-aged, balding, <laughs> fat man that runs a grocery store. Okay, kind of like Andre the Giant. Copy. So, uh, <laughs> so Shadow sees this huge, lurking, Andre the Giant looking uh, grocery guy. Oh, God. Grab a Tommy gun uh, and seems to be moving at absolutely lightning speed towards the door. And Shadow pulls out one of his daggers. It it twinkles against the light. Uh, And he rears it back and with pinpoint accuracy, lodges it directly behind his kneecap. And he bleeds out so much so quickly that he dies. <laughs> that's not that's not realistic. Do you do you get to add an embellishment? What did you roll? Um, he's he's you a minion. Rolled. He's a minion, so one die kills him, and you rolled six. Um, he's a minion. Yeah, he's he's just a fucking dude. All right. Well, if he's gonna die, then if you're not doing lethal damage, it's fine. You put a knee, you put a you put a knife in his knee, and he's down on the ground. You you have taken him out. He's incapacitated. He's incapacitated. The kid who was admiring his gold coin up in the light, you see him, and he palms it real quick and runs out the front door. <laughs> I want to run up onto what's what's his name? Herb. Sure, Herb Garland. I want to run up on Herb Garland. And um, uh, do I pass? Because, you know, Shadow runs really fast. Do do I pass the kid on the way? I mean, you would get to, you could easily get to the kid before he could make it out the front door. Yes. Okay. So I want to, I want to get to the kid. Uh, What what would I roll for like sleight of hand? Covert. Take him down. I want to, I want to try and get the coin back. There we go, baby. Oh, God. One, two, three, four, five successes with three sixes. Six, seven, eight total successes to get the coin back. It's crazy. I rolled nine sixes in a row for that kid. Did you really? serious? No. (laughs) No. Of course not. Oh, man. I was excited about that. I was, too. I was, too. What a moment. I was like, make him a super... No, I rolled a one. So I, uh, Shadow, uh, uh, runs towards uh, Herb. He passes the kid on the way, sees the kid admiring the gold coin, uh, and as he's about to put it in his pocket and jet, Shadow deftly reaches out and snatches it from his hand and puts it in his his satchel and then runs up on Herb, uh, grabbing him by the lapels, you know, flip, flipping him on his on his on his uh, back, grabbing him by the lapels, and 
saying, who did you call? Who did you call? Jeez. You guys are really aggro tonight. <laughs> Says the guy who wanted to pull everybody's fingers off to get them to answer questions. Right. Hey, we're cutting that. <laughs> still. We still. Raymond's a little bit shocked by the uh, happenings here. It, it took us an hour to talk you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> literally an hour to talk you out of it i mean he jumped up on the counter and just scared i mean that kid's gonna have nightmares you you turn him over um and he's bleeding out and whimpering and he just says joseph and then falls unconscious i uh i leave and catch up with catch up with the guys as you're walking out the door, you you faintly realize that the kid's cholesterol level is really healthy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like it's crazy. He's like a 67 or 68. <laughs> like he's, you know what I mean? He's he's got that young before slightly before I leave, I I recognize like how crazy his cholesterol is. And so I go back into the grocery store. I grab um some fish I grab some nice leafy greens and um and and I I give them to the the kid and, and tell him to take care of himself. Okay, hold on. Well while, while he's kicking everybody's ass, can we do something? Please. Yeah. Kidding, let's let's hit a rooftop. Hide out from him. All right. Stalk the shadow. All right, I want to roll flight to get up on a rooftop. Okay, I, you don't need to roll flight to get up there. You can just fly right up there. All right, done. Easy to do. Flew up to the roof. So you fly up to the roof. Do you grab Raymond on the way, or Raymond, are you taking a leap across the street and landing on the roof next to King? Oh, uh, I always go for the flight. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I grab his. I grab his ankle. Yep, kick the foot up, grab the ankle. <laughs> yeah. Up you go across the street on top of the second story building across the street. Um and. Are you trying to hide from Shadow? <laughs> Second story yeah. building, yeah. Yeah, roll we're hiding and observing. I want to hide and observe. I need you to roll covert, both of you. We're going to spy on him. Three ones again. Okay, Ray got two. Ray got two. Okay, so you guys are up on the, you know, on the, on the roof of this two-story building across the street. Shadow comes out the front door. And King, you're looking... You're looking out over the edge. <laughs> like, the wings are blocking the sun. <laughs> so the so the tips of your the, like the you know what I mean the yeah. bit, the bend in your wings and your horns are sticking up over the over the edge of the building across the street and shadow shadow you can you can see uh you can see King kind of peeking over the edge of the building across the street from you. What do you do? Did Raymond see him murder people? No, you didn't see anything. He was oh, outside. Oh, damn the it. Okay, there, okay. I was picturing like big glass windows. Okay, I got you. Uh, Shadow goes into a full speed sprint and um, and scales the side of the building to join them on the roof. Ah! You see Shadow run across the street and um, quickly scale the building to the wall. get up on top with, with you. The three of you now stand on top of this two-story building across the street from Garland Groceries. What are you doing? Raymond was still covert. Did he see the kid run out? Um, the kid runs out after Shadow. So Shadow gets out first, and then the kid runs away as Shadow is running okay, across no the street and scaling the building. 
Um, what now, guys? <laughs> this uh, grocery store clerk, or this this owner Herb, he's in with somebody named Joey, and he meant to murder us. Mm. We're on to something. Where's he at now? I took care of it. Uh-huh. You sure did, didn't you? I didn't kill the man, if that's what you're asking, but he is indisposed. How do we get Joseph? Let's go check out Bruno's. Did you just say, did you say Joseph already, Shadow? No, he said Joey. Joey, okay. Yeah, but you said Joseph as the NPC. Correct. That's what I was going back to. <laughs> I'm sorry. How do we get Joey? I've got a phone number. Oh. Let's go to it. Call him, ask him where they live. Let's go to the phone number. Let's go. Call it. Do it. Let's go back in the grocery store and use the phone. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Yes, please. (laughs) All right. Let's let's do that. Okay. We'll go we'll go back into the same office and call him from his phone. From from Herb's phone. Yeah. I mean, in case he has caller ID, I'll make the call. So you you go back into the grocery store to use the phone, and the <laughs> the woman is standing over her husband who is bleeding out all over the floor, and she begins to scream as you enter the building, um, like scream in fear for good reason, and then starts yelling, "Don't kill me! Don't kill me!" Hey, hey, can we quick use your phone? (laughs) (laughs) Shadow, the number that you heard him ask for was Royal Oak 333. Okay. Oh. Mrs. Garland, would you be so kind as to allow us to use your phone? We'll just be a minute. That's what King is saying? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. King is all polite like that. It's funny. Madam, if you'll excuse me for a moment, I was hoping that we could bother you to take the time to use your telephone device. I believe it's located in the back of the building. So, um, yeah, let's let's go back. To you the, just move on by her? Let's move on by her. Um, I have like a, a small... There, there is a Tommy gun on the floor, too, so you know. Yeah, I'm going to look out. I'm going to stay out here and look out for any unwanted guests. Well, hey, there's a Tommy gun on the floor. Let's pick that up. Okay. You have the Tommy gun in your hand, Raymond. Yep. Bend it up. Twist it. Never to be used again. Okay. Busted up Tommy gun. Hey, that was a bad dude. You can do better than that. She's still screaming and inconsolable. I should put her out of her misery. She's crying, blubbering. Agreed. Uh, I'll go. I'll go in the back and uh, dial the number or ask to be connected. You want me to make the call? Sure. Really? Yeah. You hand Raymond the phone after asking for Royal Oak three three three. Yes. She put me through. Yes. This is Joseph. 
yes, uh, Joseph. My name is uh, Shimano Diskowitz, and uh, I represent Roy's Haberdashery. And uh, we happened to catch a picture of you in the newspaper without a hat uh, at the uh, dedication of the food bank. And uh, we would like to acknowledge your generosity with a uh, free line of this season's hats. That's really generous of you. How do I go about uh, taking care of this? We're a full service haberdashery. You gonna send someone over? I, I will myself come to your residence, measure you for hats, and bring you plenty, plenty of samples for you to pick from. That's quite an offer. Uh, tell me, tell me your name again. Shamamano Diskowitz. Mister Diskowitz. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, I've got a few irons in the fire today. How's tomorrow morning? Perfect. Let's say uh, 9.30. And the address? Uh, the address is 333 Valentine Lane in Royal 333 Oak. 333 Valentine Lane in Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. 9.30 in the morning, sir. Looking forward to our meeting. Thank you, Mr. Diskowitz. I appreciate it. It's very, very kind of you. It'll be... Good to meet you tomorrow. Yes, um, if you'll pull up outside the gates, um, I will uh, have word to my men um, that you'll be in about 9.30 and to let you on through. Excellent. Excellent. Once again, your generosity is appreciated by the entirety of the community. Well, I'm just out here doing what I can to uh, make Detroit a better place. Very well. Good day, sir. Thank you. Click. Well, that took a turn. Very good, Raymond. That's not what I expected. That was expert level, Raymond. I don't know it yet because I'm in the other room, but it really was. Raymond? Who is this Raymond? (laughs) I'm Shamamano Diskowitz. Touche. Fair. Fair. Okay. Well, we better get to the Roy's and put together some hacks. Right. Now you have reason to go to the haberdashery. Um, so off to the haberdashery you go. <laughs> Mic drop. That was great. <laughs> that was a solid phone call, dude. You're on phones from now on. Done. Uh, hilarious. Raymond. <laughs> Raymond is an enigma. That's what Raymond is. Raymond is a complete enigma. Oh, you got to understand. You know, when I get these bonuses, I uh, I pass them around to things where I think where he might be learning, you know. And uh, this last bonus, I added one to charm because I'm thinking he's starting to understand people better, you know. And we put the charm on uh, old Joseph. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> dig it. It works perfectly. I totally dig it. Did you guys get that address? Yeah. Yep. Said it twice. Excellent. Well, I mean, Meta, you know where you're going, right? Back back to the scene of the crime. Yeah, back to the fucking compound. Back to the compound. Well, I thought you were going to invite him to the shop. That's what I thought you were going to do, too. And where he could be isolated with uh, 
not around all of his uh, cronies and walls and mechs. I got to tell you, I am super stoked to be rolling in there in a car, like covert, like (laughs) that's going to be fun. I want to do that. That's going to be a good time. Oh, you're going to do it. Yeah, we couldn't sacrifice Roy's to chaos. You could have given him a fake address. You could have, we could have taken him anywhere. Now, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't, don't poo-poo on the plan, dude. No, 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 no. Oh, no I like it. I like the plan. No, no, no. I'm, I dig it. Like, we'll go in, we'll go in uh, in disguise and fuck it up. I, I dig it. I'm just saying we, it was an option to do that. As well. I'm a little concerned about shadow psychology. I mean, he's over here murdering shopkeepers, and in his mind, he's seeing Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's starting to wilt, man. Maybe he's starting to wilt. Oh, but it gets way deeper than that. He ain't got teeth for the fight. It gets way deeper than that. He's the murderous hero that <laughs> fancies himself so a peacemaker. And he no, doesn't no, think no. he kills anybody. No, he he just leaves die. bodies in his wake. He didn't die. He's hurling knives. If a stupid wife would just calm down and, like, you know, <laughs> wrap a fucking tourniquet around his his leg he'd be fine right yeah in the 1920s the tourniquet on his leg he's fine it's no big deal <laughs> he might get a staph infection and die but not not from my doing but <laughs> not from your doing <laughs> i'm pretty sure home. that's still your fault no 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 yeah. that's her <laughs> lack of lack of caring about it oh god this fucker has rich boy privilege all <laughs> oh, over god. so much bullshit it's a sickness so much bullshit. Sickness. It's great. Shadow has never hurt anybody in his life. <laughs> he could use a blackjack. He could punch people out. Choke them out. He's hurling. He's yeah. hurling daggers. He could do figure four leg pit. locks. You know, two edges. All kinds of options. Jujitsu their ass, but no, he flings daggers. Listen, stop taking reality and applying it to this that shape ninja stars and fucking bombs at people and all that shit and they don't fucking die yeah it's gi joe dude right he's funny gi joe it's not reality shadows never killed anybody ever Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. My name is Duke Walter, your game master. Renaissance City is a Prowlers and Paragons Ultimate Edition actual play set in an alternate 1920s Detroit. It's a bit noir, a bit sci-fi, and a whole lot of fun. You can follow me on Twitter at Invisible Duke. The Scarlet Spartan is played by Dean Martin Jr. Cotton Dearborn and King are played by Chris Freedom. Saint Shadow is played by Jazz Abramowitz. You can find all of our content at ttrptheater.com. We have links to our YouTube page, our Twitter, Twitch, all of those things there. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time for more Renaissance City.